Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show, a weekly podcast where artists and performers go to chat about nothing. Hosted by Canadian singer-songwriter Todd Donald. So, it's the long weekend, and I've had a busy week, and I'm sure I'm not alone in that. I'm putting this episode up on Saturday, even though you should still expect them to be up on Fridays, and I hope I can stay committed to that. This vault recording features a guest that I've had recently back over to record a new episode with. That will be available as episode 27 in a few days. That guest is Mary Catherine Petzano. Uh, Mary Catherine has twice been a blast to meet and be in the company of. Super duper nice, understanding, as well as smart, funny, and as you'll hear in both appearances, incredibly talented. The only differences between the hangouts is that in the new episode, I had already met MCP, and I wasn't covered in fried chicken, but that's a story you'll have to wait to hear. Vault number 14 is an interview with Mary Catherine Pizzano and two live performances from her album, You're Gonna Hear From Me, the first song, I Can't Believe That You're In Love With Me, and the second being the original composition, A Simple Conversation. Enjoy, and then stay tuned for Mary Catherine's return. You know what would have been more awkward? If I uh, indulged in last night's celebration of St. Patty's Day. So, <laughs> right. like, you might be watching this on the 26th, but it's the 18th t- today, and uh, last night I went out for St. Patty's Day. And if I if I gotten, you know, uh, a little bit tanked, then, you know, your arrival would have been a little bit more interesting. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think the interview would be more interesting, too, if we'd both been out yeah. last night. Just just say stuff and I'll record it. <laughs> yeah, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> Why are you so loud? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so Mary Catherine, introduce yourself and what you do. Yeah, I'm Mary Catherine Pisano and I live in Kitchener and I'm a singer. I guess most famously, not that I'm famous, <laughs> as a jazz singer. That's kind of my mm-hmm. job by trade now, but... I was classically trained and still do all sorts of singing in different genres, but that's yeah. kind of my main bread and butter now. And that's my brand. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. And I'm, I'm glad that you said your last name for me so I didn't mispronounce it by taking a guess at it. That's I grew up, okay. I grew up with, uh, I grew up in Hamilton where everyone's Italian. So okay. one of my best friends was Stefano Bozzo. Nice. So you've got a good Italian accent. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. And, uh, you know, it was easy to call him Bozo if we were just trying to give him <laughs> right. a hard time. So well, people call me Pizza Pizzano because it's P A Z Z A N O, but people always yeah. misspell it with P I Z Z A, so it's pizza. Yeah, so it's like pizza no, or it's like no. I, I know we that... eat pizza as Italians, but that's not my name. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't make that joke at all this week <laughs> to myself. And, yeah. Um, but thank you for coming over. This is the first time a uh, piano's been up here. In our- That's pretty cool, yeah. Well, thanks for having me. This is going to be fun. No problem. And I found you on, on Instagram. I was going to ask you how you found me because it was like it was a welcome surprise to hear from you. Well, when I, when I get suggestions, sometimes, you know, I'll follow back people, but they're just like, I'm, I don't mean to say like regular people are boring, but like they're, they're just people. I, I, I look to try and see if, if they're a fake account or not. Right. But yes. I, yeah. But if I'm trying to make connections and I want to follow more people on, on Instagram, not necessarily host, hoping for a follow back or a new connection, 
uh, I look for people who are definitely in the arts. Right. Uh, being a musician myself, uh, I might center in on musicians, especially um, if if I don't if I don't know them, because I might find a new artist that I want to listen to. And in the case of doing the show again, definitely to to have you over and profile you as as well as get a chance to like have you performing in my girlfriend and I's apartment <laughs> yeah as well as having coffee which is it's very good the, by the way thank you very much yeah uh, of course sediment co we're almost finished the gonzo roast bag and I got another bag of their stuff oh do you keep them updated on the coffee situation yeah but <laughs> I, I guess I don't want to mention one roastery too much because I, I don't want other ones like detour and monogram and smile tiger to be left out uh you could be sponsored or something like you never know yeah maybe <laughs> Well, you know, uh, by the way, Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, exactly, if you're watching. But, you know, places like Cambridge and Dundas are a little bit further away, even though they, they all make delicious coffee. Uh, where can people find you online? Let's get that. So my website, yeah, sure. My website is marycatherinepisano.com. So M-A-R-Y-C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-P-I-Z-Z-O-Z-Z-A-N-O.com. It's a big mouthful. I have a long name. Yeah. A That's lot right. of my social media handles are MC Jazz Vocalist. So. Yeah. And we were, yeah. we were talking a bit earlier about how um, you're more so on the social media as, as in the, with the necessity to have it and not so much because like, I'm just big on marketing. Totally. Like, I'm a pretty old soul. Yeah. Like, I grew up, I, I, people always tell me I was born in the wrong era because I sing kind of older style music. I'm a jazz singer. I grew up loving like old movie musicals and yeah. like classic Hollywood. And so for me, it, being in this world now in a 21st century world of to be an artist, being on social media is essentially part of your job. Yeah. It feels so strange <laughs> to me. It's like my life is not that interesting. Right. And, and, you know, we were talking about how there's some days where you're not really doing anything interesting. Like you are just working your job and then yeah. you're coming home and it's like, how can I make that? you know, interesting. And I, I still feel we're taking selfies. Like it's just, it's all so bizarre. Yeah. But, um, every time everyone's trying to market just a regular life and make, and feel like almost as if, you know, if I'm not, if I don't have anything marketable happening today, who am I? I'm nobody. Right. And you start to question that. Like, am I not that interesting? Like to, and then the amount of likes you get on a post is like, okay, why did people like that? Should I begin to like, you start overanalyzing yeah. everything, right? Like, why did I get more likes on that? And <laughs> well, back, the whole thing. <laughs> back in the old days, see, if you <laughs> if you had a really nice looking salad, you had to f- hire a photographer. They'd come over. They'd bring the whole huge flash thing. They, you know, <laughs> you'd get dust all over your salad, and then you'd have to take that thing to the paper and say, "Hey, so yeah, I got this beautiful salad. Can you put it on the front page so people know <laughs> right. that I got something going on?" <laughs> right. Look at my puppies. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird world we're in. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, but you know what? There, there's good things and bad things. And I think like we found each other that way. That's the thing. You know? Yeah. Right. So and, there's pluses. Yes. And I like what you said about the old soul thing, because I definitely, you know, I, I, I suppose maybe I'm going to take a stab and say maybe your parents might have had channels on that provided the black and white movies oh yeah too. yeah turner classic movies and mm-hmm. my uh, my mom loves i love lucy so like i was raised on like watching you know black and white tv shows like that wasn't weird to me that was just my life yeah. <laughs> so there's and there's part of me that identifies with 
there's so much that was so bizarre about the, that era and so wrong. Like I never want to go back and actually live in that time. As you like wouldn't want to be. A, you wouldn't want to be a woman. You wouldn't no. want to be not Caucasian. <laughs> right. You wouldn't want to be not heterosexual. Exactly. But I could have been a jazz singer and had a lot more gays. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You would have been the dame, see? <laughs> right. Exactly. Nah. I could have been the girl singer on the band. <laughs> Yeah. I like the cut of your jib there, Mary Gallen. We should uh, talk some more about music. I like Yeah, this. we should do this in black and white now. I could, but I... Uh... It's really nice and sunny out. It is. It's so nice. So, what are you thinking about your summer plans with uh, with your partner, unless you don't like to talk about your personal life? Oh, no, it's totally fine. Um, we don't have any vacation planned for the summer. We're actually going away next month. We're right. going to California. What are you going to put on Instagram? <laughs> I know, right? But in the summer, I teach um, a course. I do a program called Jazz for Adults. Nice. Yeah, and it's like a week-long camp, but for, like, adult people. Yeah, none of that kid jazz. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> no, that's throughout this part of the year. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, so it's fun. And through no work of my own, it's kind of evolved into, like, 65 and over in terms oh, nice. of participants, which is kind of cool. It's given them an outlet, and we have lots of fun. And so that's kind of... That's on the docket for July. That's kind of what we're looking at. But, And then my husband's family has a, a family cottage um, about 30 minutes north of Kingston. So I'm sure we'll get up there. I really hope we do. That's pretty nice. That would be really nice just to decompress and not, not Instagram it. <laughs> yeah. So what's your, what's your typical audience like? Like do you, do you typically get the attentive people? Do you, do you get response on the sort of like, cafe pub style gigs yeah like i play the cafe gigs quite a bit so i'll do like sunday jazz brunches and that kind of thing um so that's definitely in demand for the jazz world and then you'll do i do the odd restaurant gig and stuff too not as much anymore Mm -hmm. um we're so lucky to have the jazz room here in uptown waterloo because it's an actual listening venue and so you can play and people are actually listening to you and not like clinking their forks and Sorry. No, it's okay. It's just nice to have some venues that it's actually more like a concert as opposed to you're the yes. background music all the time. Yeah, like that's that's where someone goes and is an audience member. Mm-hmm. Like there's there there's a role as an audience member. It's it's the same role that that's in live theater. Like totally, totally, yeah. and it's so important and that and you feed off of that energy and yeah, you know, yeah. So it's great. That's pretty neat. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to think like. You know, back in the Roaring Twenties or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the Forties, Sixties. Um, like, not a restaurant that everyone could go to would have live music playing in it anyway. So we live in a very special time and have for a while where live music at a restaurant or just every venue for every class of human has live music in it. Mm-hmm. That's but, very true. Yeah. Yeah. And for the longest time, if you were seeing live music or live anything happen... You just knew that you that when music is being performed, you know you wait. It's you wait until it's done with your eyes on it until you can make some noise. Yeah, or you dance to it, or or dance to it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So there's uh, you know, the jazz room, which it's in it in its own name. It sort of caters to the idea of of uh, of listening, and of course to that musical style. And there's. There's like one festival that I know of that's in this area, the jazz one. Yeah, the Uptown Waterloo Jazz Festival, yeah. 
That's pretty neat. Have you yeah. been on my friend Randy's show on, on CKWR? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Randy's great. Randy was actually an extra in my music video. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We filmed a music video a couple months back for the original song that's on my album when we um, did part of the shoot at Manhattan's in Guelph. Nice. And he came and he was so funny. He's like, I have a tux that I can wear. If you want me to wear a tux. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's not that formal, but I just love that he has a tux. And he's great. He's such a champion of local arts and, yeah and now that he has the jazz factor show too which is awesome on the station and he was already doing radio when i first started like the original incarnation of this podcast oh really and he came on it to promote his radio show it was it was just a, a jazz show and then like he, he plays probably jazz still but he, he does a lot more stuff on ckwr now yeah he does amazing he's great he never stopped for years like i did like <laughs> Yeah, you can tell that about him. He just has that energy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he can ride a unicycle. I've seen pictures of that on Facebook. Yeah. That's amazing. He did it in this one play for at least 30 seconds at a time. I don't know if he, if he could do a marathon on a unicycle. Maybe he can. Maybe he can. Okay. I feel like that should be, you know, promoted somehow yeah. as a skill. <laughs> How many people can do that? I want to thank uh, Randy for, for being on this podcast. Yeah, right. and, uh, <laughs> well, you have, uh, you have a new album. Yeah, I do. Newish. Yeah, it mm -hmm. was released at the end of October, beginning of November. So, okay. yeah, it's called You're Gonna Hear From Me. And we recorded it in Toronto last year. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, it's my debut studio album. I've, re I've released some stuff that's kind of live tracks and more demo for demo purposes and that kind of thing. That stuff's always gold, though. Always hold on to that. Even if yeah. even if you don't want to market it or have people be aware of it once you've done a couple studio albums. <laughs> right. I know it's a couple of people who've done that. Um but I always cherish that stuff, not because I want to have to say I have the the rookie card, but because um, there's beauty and and uh, archivalness shit. But anyway, the no, new one. No, it's true. It's true. Yeah. 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 The new one. Yeah. That was uh, we recorded that in Inception Sound in Toronto. And that was an amazing experience because I self-produced it. Nice. It was really important to me. I, it was kind of me taking the reins the the jazz world is strange it's a strange place to be for a woman i feel like because it's so entrenched in male performers like especially male instrumentalists and i didn't know that which is hilarious because yeah. a lot of the best people who are known for jazz in my opinion are the the ladies the singers the piano players oh for sure yeah the female singers are huge to the genre for sure like ella and yeah you know sarah vaughn all those people yeah but yeah, so it was it was fun for me to kind of take the reins and and hire who I wanted to hire to play on it and yeah. craft the arrangements and it was an, it was a really cool experience. And you're very happy with the results. I am. I'm thrilled with it. I'm, uh, it was just uh, the whole creative process is such a fascinating thing, and I'd never worked that hard on the same like you know roster of songs right like yeah. you're kind of cycling through a lot of rep in your gigs and stuff so to actually sit down and decide okay these are the songs that i want on them this is the story that i want the album to tell yeah. and, and think of them in that way like this is the way people are going to hear these songs from me for a long time this is what's going to be you know preserved yeah so that was a really cool experience in recording like michael haas the recording engineer in toronto we've become really good friends and it was just a really, I'm thrilled with the result. I'm thrilled with the album. And, and then we made a music video. So that was nice. really cool too. Yeah. So the whole thing has, has been a really cool 
Like I'm, I'm, and it's, and it's fun to see what's happening now as a result of it. Like we got a distribution deal with Japan. Like I never thought that would happen. Nice. Like that was pretty cool. And did you have it pressed like on CD or anything? I did. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We got, um, a number of copies made physically. And then we also did these download cards. Have you heard of these? Yes. So I did. I hadn't until I did my own. <laughs> so that was kind of a cool discovery for me. But yeah, we have, um, physical copies pressed and. And people are still buying them, which is really nice because you mm. never know in this day and age whether people. Are. Yeah, I think it's that's become the new merch almost. You don't really even need merch anymore. Yeah, <laughs> if you have a CD that you can sign and give to people, they're happy with that. Yeah, I, yeah, that's the that's the thing about uh, yeah, not mainstream top forty artists don't necessarily have to fuss about what format they put out, but indie artists need something that's taken home. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. It's nice that there's still people interested in, you know, I didn't even know how many people still have CD players in their homes. You know yeah. what I mean? And they don't even make them in cars now. So, well, luckily I have one in my car. I do too. But I have, uh, I typically use Spotify in the car and my record player at home. Nice. So like I'm, I'm too behind at home and yeah. I'm too ahead in the car. <laughs> but, uh, for, you know, for, for people I know, I, I love having, the, the indie CD collection grow and uh, d- don't take the word indie the wrong way and in fact embrace it no I, yeah, I do actually this is where yeah. you keep all the control and all the uh, all the credit yeah it's true and you can be you can make the music you want to make you can be the artist you want to be it's not dictated by I mean the industry is already crazy enough like at least do what you want to do and yeah. be happy with the result you know what I mean and so. and definitely embrace making art and, yes uh, no, but it's cool. There are you run across the odd, you know, high school kid who does like jazz, and then you want to yeah. reel them in, and be like, "Yeah, come to the dark side." <laughs> it's cool. Well, I, I I'm not gonna ask, but I, I feel like you're you're closer to my age, but younger than me, probably. And I just love that I know someone in this age range who is into jazz. Yeah. Because I wonder, I wonder how you feel about trying to find people that aren't your parents' age or older who not only know what jazz is or have an idea, but actually love it? Well, it's it's definitely a struggle. I actually run this program called Jazz in the Schools, which is a program that we do in Samaria high schools. And we work yeah. with about 12 singers and, and you know, keyboard, bass, drums, that, horns, that kind of thing. Yeah. And that's been so cool to see people who maybe have enjoyed singing or have they maybe know the big names. Like they maybe know Nora Jones, not that she's even really totally in the jazz world, but, or they know Ella Fitzgerald, maybe they know the big names, but to get them to discover this music and come to love it. And they're 15 and 16. Like that's really super cool. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm proud of that program for multiple reasons, but it's the fact that you're, we're kind of keeping that genre alive and it's important to keep all kinds of music alive, but, but you know what blues is at a very, a very, good 20th 21st century mm-hmm. like yeah absolutely if like uh blues artists that are still alive today the young people that are into it um jack white <laughs> you know yeah you know and god bless diana Krall because she's the one probably doing the most well out of all the jazz singers yeah but jazz isn't having as good a time as blues is in the 21st century no and, i would agree with that for sure and I think part of that is jazz musicians' fault, to be completely honest. Like, there's kind of... Sometimes I don't even want to call myself a jazz singer. Yeah. 
because I feel like there's this pretentiousness that yeah. goes along with that and this perception of pretentiousness that yeah. sometimes is totally valid depending on who you're talking to or who you're working with. And other times, like for me, jazz is just the most free expression of how I use my voice. Yeah. So I still, and I've been you know, criticized for this. I'm a soprano. I'm a, I naturally have a higher voice and I want to yeah. sing this music. And so depending on, I've sung with certain jazz musicians who are like, oh, you need to lower that key or you need to do this. You need to do that to be in the jazz box. And, the, and for what's supposed to be such a free type of music, it can get pretty boxed in pretty quickly. Yeah. And so, you know, I think sometimes audiences sense that, that mm-hmm. there's this almost purposeful distance that the performers make from the audience and like, this is art music. This is sophisticated. This is, you know, the, it's just as complex as classical music. And that's all true, mm-hmm. but you still need to make it accessible to an audience and someone wants to actually hear it and enjoy it. And I, I think know? Catholics are pretty pretentious about what the world should all believe. The way there are jazz musicians who who think that, you know, this is or this isn't what it is. Yeah. Um, but then there's also people in Christianity or the Catholic Church and also people in jazz who are just more laid back. Totally. And, and, and approachable and human. Totally. And that's why I'm so happy with the band that I have right now because we're all on the same page and we're really open with each other. And It's good to be on the same page. You don't want to be on the wrong page of sheet music and have yeah, right. playing. <laughs> What yeah. page is that? No. <laughs> if Whiplash has taught this? us every, anything. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. No, yeah. it's, you know, I, I, there's probably 15 year olds. It's like, oh, this movie is wicked. What's jazz? <laughs> right. No, it's true. It's true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. If it gets people listening to music at all, I'm happy, yeah. <laughs> you know. And I'm very happy that you're about to, to do a live performance. So uh, if you're watching this on the, the, the YouTube uh, there will be a link, I think. That's okay. What, that's what I'll do. <laughs> and I'll provide on all the social medias where you can um, watch it. Great. Mary Catherine Pizzano. Did Thanks. Did I say that right? Yeah, you did. It was good. Thank you for being on. Thank you for watching. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Hi, I'm Mary Catherine Pizzano, and I'm going to be singing I Can't Believe That You're In Love With Me from my album, You're Gonna Hear From Me. Your eyes are blue, your kisses too. I never knew what they could do. I can't believe that you're in love with me. You're telling everyone I know. I'm on your mind, each place you go. They can't believe you're in love with me. Just can't.
that you're in love with me. So now I'm ba 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 da 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 ba da ba da ba ba da da so now I'm ba ba da ba 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 da da so now I'm ba ba da 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 ba 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 da 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 so now I'm ba da 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 I have always placed you far above me. I just can't imagine that you really love me and. This is an original that I wrote for you're going to hear from me with my collaborator Dom Buchanan called A Simple Conversation. I sit here in my solitude I wonder if I should intrude Or will it be like all those other times But I thought I saw a gleam in your eye Oh, should I just give it a try Take a chance A simple conversation. 
It seems as if it were a dream But I know it's all come true Just because we had a simple Thanks for listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show. Starring, produced, and edited by Todd Donald. The piano music in the rap is by J.P. Sunga, who you can find at jpsunga.com. The theme music is Mackie Alkino by William Chernoff. Find him at chernoff.band. And I'm Milo Axelrod, Todd's favorite bar none human voice. And I'm not bragging, he wrote this. If you'd like to hear more of my voice, check out my podcast, Describing a Rock, in which I describe some rocks. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Please support The Todd Donald Show by sharing it with anyone who might enjoy it. Follow and interact with at Todd Donald Show on Twitter and Instagram. And if you feel like going the extra mile on iTunes, please subscribe, rate, and review, preferably in its favor. Have a great day, friends. Thank you.